This is Guardy with Clear Life Combat. Today I have the opportunity to talk to Alvaro Hurtado, training out of ACS Mixed Martial Arts in Lamarck, Texas. Oh yeah, yeah. we have a couple pros. I'm going pro myself. I'm at my first fight, March 27th. And yeah, man, there's a lot of experience up in there. Do you know anything about your opponent yet, like who you're facing on March 27th? No, no, not, uh, I don't know anything yet as of yet. I've just been uh, training as much as I can, you know, uh, trying to get in where I fit in, man. Yeah. So March 27th, um, from now till then, what does that look like for you, I guess, for the amount of time that you're going to be training and, and just everything? Yeah, so I have kind of a crazy schedule because I'm a paramedic, so like I try to like at least pick up 24 hours of, over of overtime a week, mm -hmm. you know, so like. My schedule could look like I do like 48 hours and then I come over and then I get off shift, try to try to train, get my morning training in, sleep for eight hours, freaking go to um, and then go to practice in the afternoon, get some cardio in, go to sleep, do the whole thing all over again, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, and I'm also like subject to getting called in at least once a month. So I have to like uh, have to find some creative ways to train and I'll train on shift sometimes if I'm if the day's not crazy. You know, being a, a paramedic. What does that look like, and does that affect your, I guess, you know, you're, you're fixing a lot of people, and then, on the other hand, you're you're a fighter, and you're you're hurting a lot of people at the same, <laughs> maybe the same day. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of strange, you know, because like, uh, I feel like in in the gym, you know, because I'm actually it's kind of weird. We have a lot of paramedic and police at the gym, you know, so and some of them work for Galveston, so. It's, it's weird. It's weird because he—it's <laughs> like you're not at work, but you are. Yeah. But, um, nah. Um, I haven't really seen a big a big difference. If anything, I've I've enjoyed it more. I remember when I was taking my anatomy class. You know, they'd be like, "Oh, this is the acromion process. It's in your shoulder," and I'd be like, "Okay, Kimura, freaking hurt your shoulder, you know?" Right. Type stuff like that. But nah, I don't. I don't really feel bad about it. In fact, I like training a lot. And it's like, oh, you're gonna. Yeah, slap, at my gym we slap a lot whenever we roll. Like we'll slap the crap out of each other, and you know, it's combat jujitsu. It's combat jujitsu. Yeah, I've been, we've been doing that forever, man. Like before the <laughs> thing was a pull out my hipster stuff, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how long have you been training? How did you get into it? And uh, and then how did you get to ACS? Okay. Uh, so I've been training since I was 13. I'm 28 now. I don't want to really do math right now because my brain hurts, <laughs> but. Uh, so I've been training that long, and uh, the way I got into it, so I actually started off in boxing first. I used to go to this place in Pasadena called, like, Kenny Weldon's World Class Boxing, and I sucked at boxing really bad. And uh, I remember watching Never Back Down one time, and then I went, I think, like, I forgot what happened, but I got into a fight at school, and, like, the whole fight was on the floor, and my one of my friends, I think his name, his name was Joseph, and that dude was like, hey, I trained at Gracie Barra. Just come take a class with me. So I go there, take a class with him. I really liked it. Ended up going to both. And then um, I met Drew. Like, he came in to spar, to spar a couple of the guys because there were some heavyweights at Gracie Barra back then, you know. And they were sparring. And then I met his wrestling coach. And I found out my my school had a wrestling like had a wrestling team. Which so school was this? This was Clearbrook High School. Okay. Like Friendswood, you know. I grew up in Webster. And uh, when I found out that, you know, hey, I could do wrestling for free at high school, you know, like twice a day, sign me up. And I did wrestling. I sucked at wrestling. I'd never <laughs> wrestled before, man. Like All these yeah. kids doing this since they were a kid. And I talked to Drew, and he was like, yeah, man, we have a wrestling club out of my gym. 
I go to that gym and, you know, like I just ended up loving it. I ended up wrestling year round. And um, then I signed up at Drew's gym. It was like a natural transition, like because the wrestling gym was already within his gym. So it was easier. So you've been in combat sports for a while. I was at ACS the other day and, and Drew was even asking like, hey, remember? And it was like 2010 or nine or yeah. Time kind of goes by quick, huh? Yeah, yeah. It makes you feel old, honestly, talking about but it. But you're not old. That's that's the funny thing, too, is you've just been training for, for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, you know, you, you've been you've been fighting. I guess how many amateur fights have you had? You're going to make your professional debut, and what kind of signals you that you, you want to make this switch right now? I think, I think I've had nine amateur fights. I'm, I can't really remember. I think I'm eight and two. Uh-huh. Or ten. That's ten. Um... I I don't know. I just like I just feel like I'm ready, man. Like uh I like you know, striking for a whole fight like that, you know, kind of made me feel good about it, you know, and then whenever cuz I I've, I've been trying I feel like I've been mixing it up at the gym cuz my last fight was just like straight up I'm just going to throw hands and my kicks and stuff like that and a lot of that for me at least was kind of at a certain point became out of desperation cuz you know, you get dropped, I get back up and I'm like, man, I need to get this guy back. You know, and so I'm, I'm like fighting that way. And um, I remember after that, you know, it kind of got like a little bit uh, <clears throat> not scolded, but um, like my coach talked to me and he was like, hey, you just need to start mixing in your takedowns, you know, because I, I can, for the most part, most of my fights, I just hold the person on the ground and ground and pound the entire fight, you know. And I'd imagine people were expecting that for me. But now at my gym, I can mix it up. So like, oh, you, you think I'm going to take you down or you think I'm going to box with you and I feel like that is a good mark of what a professional fighter should be plus the being in shape thing and I've been working on that a lot like I've I stopped lifting weights for a while because I had a pretty bad hernia when I was in the military because I like fell off of something and then like the hernia started bleeding and all sorts of stuff and I just like laid off the weights for years and I started up again and I, I feel really good now yeah physically wise would you say that your your military experience has helped you in MMA or training in any way? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I know like mo- most of the guys that um, that mentored me in the military never really let me quit anything, you know, because you can't, you know, it's, it's, it's your job. And I feel like that discipline kind of like of showing up every day kind of transferred over, you know, even even Drew, like that's like very, very much like a military mindset. Like, hey, you show up every day, you like leave everything at the door and here you're in like, you're in here to work hard and you're going to be consistent. Like, it doesn't have to be, um, how do you say, intent. Consistency beats intensity. Mm-hmm. It's, like, very much so the culture of the gym. Yeah. You know? Y- you know, earlier you mentioned, you know, speaking of the culture of the gym and the people that train there, there's multiple public servants that that train there that I know personally, and I don't even know, you know, even, like, a quarter of the people that, that go there. Why do you think it – why is it that people are, are drawn to that gym, those public servants, police, fire – you know, EMS. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it was weird, like, seeing that happen, you know. Like, we have, like you said, police, fire, EMS, nurses, like, all sorts of people ended up at that gym. I honestly think it might might be the, the mindset, I think, you know. Like, uh, we have a lot of vets there, too. Think, And I think a lot of people like that are just drawn to the sport in general, you know. I think we probably just got the luck of the draw down here, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's kind of – it's kind of easy to have conversations with people down there because of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Whenever you decided, you know, training growing up, you did all that, all that stuff, competed in wrestling and just trained. 
But at what point did you decide that you wanted to fight? Did you always want to compete in MMA? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I always wanted to compete in MMA. I used to be a big, uh, a really, really big Rampage Jackson fan. Yeah. I was like, come out with the chain. You remember that, dude? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huge chains, throwing bombs. Yeah. I used to, I used to watch uh, UFC all the time, man. And I was like, dude, I want to do that. Even before that, my mom was like a huge boxing fan. Like, I, uh, like she used to get all the pay per views, you know? And, uh, I used to watch HBO boxing all the time. And so I wanted to do that first. And then I, like, found out about MMA. And I was like, man, I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Can we expect that on March 27th? You with the chain coming out for the pro debut? Oh, uh, man. Is it nah. time? Nah, man. It's not, it's not time. Dude. I think, <laughs> I think I'm going to let Jackson have that one, man. <laughs> Dan, turn my neck green, you know? <laughs> okay, what can we what can we expect? You're gonna uh, on on March 27th. You don't know your opponent yet. Whenever you do find out, are you gonna do a little bit of research or let Drew, your coaches, do that? You know, you know, honestly, whenever whenever I end up whenever I do that, and I, I never end up doing, I guess, what the smart thing would be to do against the opponent because in my I think I think the reason for that is because I have like I already have my skill set. And so for me to step out outside of my skill set to try to beat somebody at something that they don't do, yeah, it would be really hard to do in two months. You know, like I don't like say like you're like, oh, I, w- I need to throw like 50 elbows or something like that. I don't throw bows, you know, so why would I train it for two months? Yeah. What is something that you do want to add to your arsenal, to your game? Mm. Elbows. Uh, elbows, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I, I think uh, honestly, I think I, I want to start subbing people. You know, like I, I've I've been a Charles Oliveira fan for like really really long time, man. Mm-hmm. I I remember like my favorite submission ever was I saw this dude transition into a uh, calf slicer, like just like like it was nothing, man. Just super smooth like butter, man. I want to like I want people to be like, if Alvaro takes me down, he's gonna sub me. You know, that, yeah. I, that's that's it. You know, I, I would love to I would love to have that in my arsenal. You know. Yeah, you know, I think of a Philippe getting that that knee bar. Yeah, um, that's not really something that you see much in in MMA, but you know, Philippe he's a he's a world class black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and yeah, um, you know, what's it like rolling with him and even Nico and some of the other guys? Dude, uh, they're Nico and Philippe like their their um, presence whenever they're on top of you, or even if you get on top of them, it's like very similar. They're both it's a uh, clear and present feeling of danger the entire time you yeah. know and i it you know that sounds weird but it's like you feel like a pressure especially when they're on top of you like they don't let you breathe i know uh you know like actually today we were talking about it like uh because uh they'll smother you when they're on top you know especially if we're doing drills and um like they someone have an anxiety attack yeah you know and, like it, it's like it's different man i i know i've been trying to work on being like that the entire time whenever I'm on somebody like just having that pressure you know but it's part of that comes with the experience of being able to sub people from any position yeah yeah so your pro debut's coming up and that's for Fury Fighting Championship March 27th it's going to be uh, I guess in Humble in Houston right um or do I'm we know yet I don't even know yet to be honest with you down for whatever right yeah I'm down for for whatever man I'm just trying to I'm just putting in the, I'm putting in the work now you know yes uh, I've been putting in the work so I'm just waiting for them to be like hey this time and place you know yes what what's the goal that you have for your career honestly uh I just I just want to fight all the best people in Houston and Texas man this that's it like I hope uh so I am trying to I want to get my black belt in jiu-jitsu 
I want to win a title uh, for Fury, and I also want to get my physical therapy license. With all that together, I would like to open up a gym and also be like, hey, if you get hurt, I can hook you up, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I love uh, medicine and stuff like that, man. And, yeah. Uh, I would like to, you know, combine both my efforts and help yeah. people. That's awesome. Okay, I was talking to Drew maybe about two weeks ago, and he was saying for the guys that come to his gym, he wants them to have a career. Yeah. Hey, you got you to work on something. What are you doing? You know, I guess is that a good – how does that – what do you think about that as far as, like, MMA? I think I think it's – I th- I think it's great, man. Like I, I've always seen. Uh, so I, I grew up seeing my like my mom and my dad like struggle. I guess like to put food on the table and like work hard and stuff like that. And I guess it's like that whole Latino thing. Like you gotta you gotta work hard and you know for your money and stuff. And I feel like that is I guess that's how I related to fighting because I saw my parents putting in overtime after they after they get back home from work they go be waiters, man. And like I feel like that's the mindset that a lot of fighters have, you know, like I think of like, you know, like Jack Dempsey and like all the, all those like old school boxers and stuff like that. Like during the depression coming off work training, you know, mm-hmm. I've, that's what I like about fighting. You know, I don't really like the whole um, idea of, I guess being taken care of. And then all you do is train, not knocking anybody that's put themselves in that position, you know, cause those, there are some great athletes out there, but that's like a, I think fighting is like a working a working man sport, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why I like it. Yeah, yeah. So and I think it's smart too. You can't fight forever. CTE is a thing, you know, and I think it's best. It's in the best interest of the athlete for them to have something that they can fall back on. Yes. Okay. If you're just now joining us, this is Clear Life Combat talking to Alvaro Hurtado. He trains at ACS Mixed Martial Arts. That's in Lamarck, Texas. And if you want to check out ACS, hit up Drew and or just stop by. And I, I know that they uh, they always have some fun over there. I like coming in whenever I can and just checking out what you guys got going on. Oh, yeah. It's always a good time. Is there anything else that you'd like to share today? Uh, you know, for the most part, no, man. That's I feel like we hit all the P's and Q's, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate you. Uh, you too, man. Nice to meet you guys. And I'm excited to see day. you March 27th. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for it, man. It's been a long time coming.